0: Hey everyone, I would say welcome back to another podcast episode, but as you may already be able to tell, this is not a podcast. I wanna give you a special glimpse into something that I've been creating for two years in a row. And that is a podcast series that is exclusive to my Patreon. That is where people pay me a small amount per month so they can get access to different levels of my content. And believe you me, there is a lot of content And this series has been so nourishing to me, and before you turn this off, I'm gonna beg you to listen to this trailer because it took me a long time to make it. I just wanna go to sleep at night knowing that someone listened to it. This is The Occultist's Yule. I created this series as a way to reclaim the season for myself, After years of working in customer service, a lot of elements of the Christmas season were ruined for me. Reindeer, Santa, red and green, tinsel, all of the traditional associations were pretty much ruined. And so I wanted to dig deeper. I knew that historically Christmas was actually considered to be a spookier time, a more liminal time, a darker time, a time for introspection. And so I wanted to dig deeper into that and find lesser known attachments to Christmas. And dare I say, origins, although the origins are super muddy. It is not a straight line, it is a web, my friends. And I've had so much fun with this series. It's been so nourishing. I feel like I'm connected to the winter again. I feel like I'm connected to December again. This time of year feels like a time that is brimming with magic and possibility and liminality and spooks and spirits and beauty. And so if that really appeals to you, I'm gonna encourage you to listen to this trailer. If you like what you hear, hit the link in the show notes and check out my Patreon. You can get access to almost all of the episodes on level one, the $5 level. You can get access to all of the episodes on level two, the $10 level. And that's in addition to everything else you get on those levels, which I'm not even gonna list here. You can just check it out in the links. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this little glimpse into my sweet little baby of a series, The Occultist's Yule. I think I'm doing it exactly for that, to take back the winter Christmas season for myself and to find parts of it that I like that are maybe less conventional, to make connections that are less conventional, and to find a way to really love it again for the midwinter festival, Yule, that predates Christianity. And what the solstice represents is the longest night of the year. The wheel turns, the nights get a little shorter and a little shorter, and the light of the sun increases and increases. The birth of the sun, as in the sun in the sky, we're gonna see its light more and more. And then we also have the Christian element, the son of God, Jesus, was born, the birth of the son. They would decorate those dead trees with bits of cloth to invite the spirits back to the trees, as if your soul were to abandon your body. Queen Victoria popularized this idea that every time you kissed under the mistletoe, you had to remove one berry from the mistletoe, and so you only had as many kisses as the mistletoe did berries. Goats are associated with Thor because he had two goats that pulled his chariot to have pictures of good old jolly saint nick godly rosy face riding over the goat that's associated with paganism would symbolize the dominion of christmas odin rode an eight-legged horse and santa has eight reindeer they're depicted as elves so instead of santa you have 13 sons of gorilla who walk down the mountain, give you presents, but they also wreak havoc on the village. And so we have kind of the cat-centric culture and then also the goddess Freya, goddess of love. She traveled in a chariot that was led by two giant cats. It's actually a, a tradition to put spider web ornaments on your tree in honor of the Christmas spiders and the skull of the horse has a movable clacking jaw. Now I have seen it said that it will slit the belly of anyone who doesn't keep a tidy house either. Do you see a pattern where this time of year creepy things come in your house but it's supposed to be a blessing? Honoring like these sides of the human psyche that maybe kind of want a little bit of like surprise and excitement and all of these things and they didn't have TV. Frau Holder shapeshifts into a doe and goes into a cave and then gives birth to the sun and that this is the mother's night. Supposed to be the goddess of winter and darkness. There's one account that says that snowfall is because she is in the sky shaking out her mattress. And when she shakes out her mattress, feathers fall from the sky. St. Agatha came to Lucia in a dream and basically said that Lucia would be rewarded for her good faith and that her mom would be cured. Keep in mind, I'm telling this story like it's drunk history, but it's just more fun that way. So this is a time of Christian persecution. It's the other way around. Creeped me out. Why is this lady holding eyeballs? Why is this Sicilian saint still being celebrated to this day in Sweden? Legend goes that she wears candles on her head as a crown to light the way. I hope you enjoyed this. I really enjoy diving into this stuff with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Every day I thank my lucky stars for you and stay mysterious.